0: And get this—he thinks he can make this happen because my dream has been that Nigel and I roll Madden style in an RV to Barrel and Flow, Ooh. and Jacks is going to try to make it happen. Yes, sir.
1: There you go. Yeah, we we might not have any taps sticking out, of it like y'all, oh, but you know,
0: uh, <laughs> they had. And, I mean, Nigel, I missed it because we didn't stay at the at the festival hotel last year, but they threw the after party from their trailer with all the taps nice. of their beer. Yeah,
1: I wish I'd
2: known. Yeah. About that.
0: Yeah, you yeah, all told us you were done. And so we went
2: we went back. So yeah. it, it was a wild story. Right. Yeah. So like, you know, everybody got done and all the breweries like we packed up real early and there was an official after party at a bar like right around the corner. Yeah. Remember from the we venue. went And
0: nobody was there.
2: Yeah. Right. So by and the, the time we showed that. up, by the time we showed up, the actual uh, venue was like, oh, we just did last call. Yeah. So we was like, well, you know, black girl on tap is out here. She's got, got the tap truck and, you know, everybody still got kegs left over. Cause like we're the breweries, man, why don't we just do this thing in the parking lot? And, yeah. you know, of course, sizzle being the legend that he is, he's like, well, I got my speaker. So let's just go out here and just play some music. Um, me and the wife, we, we had rented a, a pickup truck. So we pulled our table out. Dave Mack bought pizzas. <laughs> you know, and we just made 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 a night out of it, and then until unfortunately, uh, it got security out. got called, <laughs> it and then we had
1: to shut it down. You um, want to the show? Uh, well, uh, oh, you rules. can't do it. Oh, we
0: Y'all do. We do, oh, we do have rules. We got rules because it looks like they might be breaking the, one of them already.
1: You got beer over there?
2: Oh, uh, of course we do. <laughs> <laughs> of course. All right. Well, we got we got
1: beer. We got beer. Uh, if you if you cuss, please cuss. If you need to burp. Lean in, lean in, and do it because we like to judge the burps. We like to
0: rate your burps. Yeah, zero
1: to ten. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just lean (laughs) in. Just let it out.
0: We just tell a good
1: story. Just let it rip. Yeah, yeah. This this is what I do. There are no rules.
0: If it's coming, you just got to let it out. This is hilarious. Okay.
1: Say less. (laughs) Say
0: less. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then then, our, our, our rules of life. You're not gonna burp. Rule number one is don't die. Rule number two, Nigel.
1: Don't be a dick.
0: There you yeah. go. <laughs> those, are, those are our rules. <laughs> Other than that, we're just going to talk. I think I should probably like start the show now.
1: Do it.
3: Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, promotional products and design. They cover your brand bumper to bumper with graphic design, promo products, and print. See what Dire Oil Graphics can build for you at direoil.com. That's D Y E R O I L.com.
1: Welcome Encouraged. to Encourage yeah, yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Beers with Nigel. I'm Nigel.
4: Uh, I'm that That's other me.
1: guy. We got, we got a third wheel in the house. A third wheel. Hey. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: it's been a third wheel, wheel in I've a long had. time, man. Jeez. <laughs> Big Jack's with us. Big, Big Jacks. Jack's. What's going on? What's oh, going man, on? It's all good, man. I appreciate y'all having me in, man. Definitely yeah. a fun environment. So I'm I'm here to soak it up and learn. Yeah, he's was he's, going he's on. doing a little fo- field tuned. research. Coming soon to your podcast apps. That, that KC Casey juice,
1: juice, baby, is coming. coming. That Juice. Welcome to the yes. show, Liquid Intrusion Brewing out of uh, prince george's county maryland we've got jasmine we have got andrew welcome to the show guys what's up
5: hey hey what's thank going you for on? having us
1: let, let, let's start Look, with i'm this. excited to have this one on finally let's start with this because you guys probably haven't thought about this but i've been staring at it what's up with that background <laughs> <laughs> that's fancy it's the curtains to the patio Oh shit! <laughs> it's like... To the patio,
4: yeah, right in front of the sliding glass. Yeah, <laughs> it looked like a set. I was yes. like, "Green screen." Well, I, I was, I was,
0: I was worried that it was like they it. were in the basement and that was you know the
4: secret room. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I thought, man, it, was, I thought it, was like it was wallpaper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm like, wow, this wall is looking wild. That's an accent wall right there, yeah, baby. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, let's start yeah, I mean, with he, this. Who is who okay. is liquid intrusion? Tell us about who you guys are.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is the sign of a quality of marriage right yeah. there. All right. So um we're Liquid Intrusion Brewing Company, a husband and wife owned operation. Um, uh, name's Drew, wife Jasmine. Um, we are Prince George's County's first black owned brewery. Uh the meaning behind the name is uh two meanings. One, scientifically, it's about how porous water is through malt to create work, which will in turn create beer, or how we like to call it, liquid. Mm -hmm. Um, Secondly, we want to intrude on a market that's underrepresented of African-Americans less than 1% across the country. Um, Our slogan is, may the liquid always prevail. So you'll hear us say that a lot tonight. You'll hear us say liquid a lot tonight. Um, With that slogan, we don't care who you are, where you're from, your background, your orientation, it's all about the liquid. And if we stay true to that, may the liquid always prevail. Love
0: it. And, you know, every, every time, you, every it, time bro. you take a drink with Drew, he's going to give that toast.
5: Like <laughs> oh <my laughs> oh hey,
0: look, look, he is, he is on brand all the
4: time. You gotta That's love it. That's how you're supposed to be, man. <laughs> That's how you gotta do it. Always on.
5: We do get teased
0: nice.
1: sometimes. So,
5: so, like, oh my gosh, they're always so dressed up. They're cute. They're, look at that couple. Well, same time, we're also promoting our brand too. Just read yes. the jacket.
1: Yes, smart, smart,
2: smart.
4: That looks like Harley orange, I ride. <laughs>
2: Harley orange, construction orange, whatever kind of orange you want to call it. You're going to start, I got you.
1: But look, Cincinnati Bengals orange. I don't know about that. Know. If we're if we're, if we're in Cincinnati, hey. Hell yeah, right?
2: <laughs> Baltimore Oregon orange, whatever yeah. kind of orange you want it to be.
4: Yeah, yeah. Look,
0: after after this year's AFC Championship, we're okay in Kansas City with you saying Cincinnati
1: now. I don't now. care nothing about that. <laughs> is-
4: a year <laughs> ago, we
0: might not
1: have liked it. Thanks. We good.
6: Thanks
1: let's 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 go back um you guys got some great stories um but we we love the story about how people got into craft beer and what you were drinking before you discovered craft beer so what were you guys drinking and maybe talk about what what beer turned you on to craft because i know what happened to me what happened to (laughs) y'all
5: okay so drew has been in something beer related for quite some time so Um, A little background of us, we've been together since high school, so everything that, his whole journey into beer, I've been along with him, um, merchandising in one of the um, distributors in the area, traveled down to D.C., got his own route, with that he's been exposed to beer, any incentive, any tap takeover, um, sales meetings, (laughs) if there's leftovers, it's coming home. So... (laughs) I I'm really trying to think back on what was my first craft beer.
1: What um, were you drinking in college? Yeah, what would you drink in college? Not beer. <laughs> <laughs>
5: but I mean, if it was it was like something simple like your Mexican imports cuz we're not going to name drop if we're playing, you know, card games in in a dorm room. Um, but nothing craft at that that time. That time. Yeah, Just I, something to get the job. Done. I think that's I know okay what
2: drew her in. Um, we were living in DC by Nats Park. Um, Alagash Curio.
5: Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh,
2: yeah. I had brought. I had, at the time the distributor I worked for had a um um a beer and light food event which was black tie and all that stuff it was called Saber and um Allegash was one of the featured breweries there that day and um everybody got a big bottle of Allegash Curio to, to to take home and uh brought it home I stumbled home drunk I said hey babe you really got to try this beer so <laughs> 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 on, and um she was like damn this is really good and I think that was for me like all right I got her. <laughs> <laughs> um for me it was back when when we were in college like I first originally started out uh bartending and all that stuff and um Although wasn't doing, uh, what the term means for, but like Sweetwater 420 was my shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I turned 21. My I said I'm gonna have my first beer at a bar. Turned 21, got off my shift, sat down, had a Sweetwater 420 parallel, and never looked back. Mm-hmm. And then I was on parallels hard for the longest. It transitioned over the Sierra Nevada parallel, and then like a light switch, I just went directly in the IPAs and just. Couldn't understand why. (laughs)
1: Well, that's, that's the logical jump, right? Yeah. Pale Ale to IPA. I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of the way you go is, you know, you get, that's. You start wanting more of that hop. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Yeah. And it it, it was weird because like when I first started drinking Pale Ale's, I I gravitated away from IPAs because it was too much for me. But then once when um, I ended up, like, I don't know what happened. It was just like, like a light switch for my palate was like, you need more hops. So, (laughs) when IPAs and never look back
1: before um, before we, before we uh, uh, go further. What y'all drinking over there? What y'all drinking?
5: Oh, oh well, I mean, if you're asking?
1: Well, yeah, we got <laughs> we got to know.
5: <laughs> First, I mean, we haven't popped it open yet. But well, that's okay. You can still tell oh, oh, so- lean
0: lean toward the microphone crack it.
1: <laughs> oh, there you go. What what we got? <laughs> she, she's got right all- <laughs> now shout
2: yourself <laughs> well i'm drinking the Akron queen and her Seven Seas ipa by liquid intrusion brewing company okay um one of our flagship of our core four as we like to call it
5: and i just popped up in our south of bc cream ale five percent another mm-hmm. one part of our core four as well
6: her, right,
5: i'll give you a blast there so we can oh, thanks, showcase thanks. That. thank
0: you Good, course. i appreciate it well you appreciate gotta be proper look like, this is a proper yeah, yeah. show yeah.
1: We're, we're we're pinky we're, out please yeah we're currently drinking the prairie artisan ale rainbow sherbert Sour ale with rainbow sherbet flavors, but we we don't know what their rainbow sherbet flavors would be. Lemon, lime, lime, little orange. orange. Is that what that, that that is? You know, if you're into that sort of thing, you know, little yeah. sherbet. If you are well.
0: sherbet, <laughs> I
4: throw people, man. They gotta have sherbet. <laughs> 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 this is one of the favorite desserts in the
0: whole building. Well, we gotta, we gotta call out our beers for our, our we have a listener who, who needs it. Junior.
1: Yeah. Shout out to junior. You know, if we don't tell him what the beers are, he gets all indignant.
4: Nice. Yeah. yeah. He's
1: one one listener It's <laughs> <He's laughs> one of our four. <laughs> so, so, out, junior. so, so you guys, so let's, let's go back. So first time we met you, Errol and Flow, uh, the artist only known as uh Fresh Fest, right? That's 21. Yeah. 21. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I, I remember like it was yesterday. We were at the bottle share on that Friday. You rolled up, you're a home brewer and you were like, you want to try some, some of my beer? I was like, well, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you <know? laughs> and you, it was, it was an interesting, cause we talked to you for a little while and it was an interesting conversation cause you really wanted the feedback from, you know, the peoples, you know, you know what I'm saying? And it was cool because that's a, That's a daunting situation to roll up in with your homebrew. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, the festivals were at that point three years old, four years old. And, you know, you got some big dogs up in there of of black beer. Right. And what made you decide,
2: you know what? I'm going to bring my homebrew to the bottle share. So a lot of it goes into so like the year prior, we just went as you know, just well, 19. 19, just regular customers, just seeing what it was. And at that time, I was out of beer distribution. I was more so working for beer bars and it just clicked. And it was like, man, we could do this, you know. But like at that point in time, I didn't know how to brew. I just knew how to drink beer, how to talk about it, how to sell no it, shit. but just didn't really know how, how to brew. And then, you know, COVID happened and we were able to, actually um take time to you know get get in the lab start homebrewing get everything dialed in and you know with my expertise and beer distribution background and understanding breweries and what they need to actually succeed especially in our market um, we needed what we would call our core four and we had an IPA we had a cream ale we had our lemongrass Saison and we had our plum basil farmhouse sale and it's like all right we got everything from your novice drinker all the way to your more complex palettes right and it was like, all right, um, versus us giving giving it away to our friends and family down here. You know, they're probably going to tell us blow well, smoke up our asses. Like, hey, you know, <laughs> it's it's good, we like it, you know. But like, oh well, if you don't like it, tell me why. You know what I mean? So I was like, I'd rather go to complete strangers that I don't know, mm-hmm. that we don't know, and then yeah. just see what the feedback would be. And at that point in time, like said, my background is distribution sales. So I am all about talking to new people. I don't know who you are, but I want you to know who I am. You know what right. I mean? That kind of thing. And um, we had talked to Dave Bracey, um, just giving him the heads up like, hey, man, we don't want to be a part of the actual festival. We just want to just put ourselves on, put people on notice of who we are and what we're trying to do. And if we get good feedback, we'll continue. And if not, we'll just say, wipe our hands and say, <laughs> say fuck it, right? <laughs> but, um, um, he said, hey, man, that's what the bottle share is for. So that's exactly what I want the bottle share to be there for, for huh. new aspiring brewers to come up and put their stuff on the table, talk to people, and just really get the feedback and see if it's worth it. So with that, me and the wife got in the lab. We brewed two cases of each beer. And then, you know, I have this big old, you remember the old Corona cooler on the commercials yeah. and all that stuff? <laughs> yeah. Had that. And it was like, we're going to ice it down. We made the, we got printer paper for the labels. We got clear coat seal for it. So the label wouldn't bleed, you know, because we just didn't know, like, was it worth to actually purchase, you know, right. waterproof labels right. from bigger companies? Cause that's 4,000 labels a row. And I'm like, I only need 48. <laughs> right. Yeah. And yeah. um, so we, 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 did all that and then um rode up there everything on ice and then the day of the the bottle share we grabbed one of the bellhop carts walked in there with it and was like all right (laughs) let's just go around and, and talk to people and um big shout out to dave mac um what a lot of people don't realize of mac Brewing company me him i mean uh me yeah him and my wife we all went to the same college so for us to have that background. And he was so selfless to be like, hey, you should really talk to that person. You should really talk to that person. You should re- really talk talk, talk to them. And um, we got to meet up with you all. And like said, hey, you all want to try my beer? Gave you all pours of each, each and every one, sampled you all out, explained everything, what was going on, what our thought process was. And mind you, this was way before the black and orange. So we were just in regular street clothes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, from there, we saw Celeste Betty with the plum basil farmhouse ale in her hand. And she was like, wait, you brew this? She's like, I'm trying to see what brewery this is. Like, yeah, we're just homebrewers. She's like, what? You know, and we just got a whole lot of great feedback from the, just the, the variety of the styles that, that we brought as homebrewers. And then, um, you know, we went to the festival the next day, we did the brunch. And then after the brunch, um, a lot of the brewers was like, hey, you guys, aren't home brewers. You guys are brewers. Like you need to turn this into something. Right. And we challenge you to be here next year pouring. Right. And with that, challenge accepted, we saw that barrel and flow is kind of like our Super Bowl to celebrate who we are and what we're yes. doing. So yes. we made it our 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 damnedest to say, all right, next year we're going to be there pouring. We're going to have kegs. We're going to have a jockey box. We're going to have black and orange swag. We're going to have a tent. We're going to have everything that every other brewery would have. And Come hella high hella high water, we did it. And um super proud of it, you know. So you should be.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know,
2: I remember the
0: lemongrass Saison. Yeah. And that's actually I think that was the first one you poured for me when we when we met you at the bottle share.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and I remember I remember tasting that one and we talked about it. And it it probably was pretty daunting because there's a lot of people there. And a lot of and beer a, and a lot of beer and people who know what they're doing. I mean, that's a lot of good beer. But also that's that bottle share is like one of the coolest nights every year. Is. Everybody's so awesome. You know, it's like you go there a couple years, your family. Yeah, right. yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's like you. you better be before, bottle share. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, when we talk talk to people who have gone and who people who have not gone, you know, think back to when you guys went to to Barrel and Flow the first time and that impact. Well, what I know what it was like for me when I went from, in nineteen when I rolled up into the, the symposium straight from the airport with my bag. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what was it like for you guys? Because obviously it, it, it inspired you guys to to be where you are now to talk about that.
5: Well, on the consumer side, it, it, it was a great feeling. Um, every time that we talk to someone new about the concept or just barrel and flow in general, we tell them it's a family reunion. You know, you hear about black people in beer, you hear about, you know, black influencers um but you it, it's one thing to have all of that less than 1% in one room um mm-hmm. everyone feels so open and so warm so welcoming um and you know it's it's it is inspiring um at that point even in Maryland we didn't really know a whole lot of black brewers here but all it takes is one so yeah. when you make that known that okay there's, there's someone more like me here we can do this let's let's put in the hard work let's do our research see what we need to do to make this happen um and then yes as we keep going back to barrel and flow um of course now on the other side of the table as brewers we're still learning we're still networking we're still connecting to with people across the country across the the world yeah. um just so that as we said we're going to make the liquid prevail so <laughs> yeah as long as we that's can one. keep keep this going <laughs> yeah, that's one as long as we can keep this going having this uh uh great affair having this great time having this family reunion you know hopefully one day maybe we can make uh barrel and flow a global thing
1: yeah yeah for that, me that, that, that.
0: you talk to ed and day that's what they want
1: <coughs> that they want it, yeah. they want people to replicate it i mean we've yeah. talked to, mm-hmm. to, to some people here in kansas city uh namely vine street because uh shout out to my dude woody because he had his own beer festival um, I'm like, bro. It's it, it was a smaller version uh, of Barrel and Flow. Let's let's turn that do do one of these in, in Kansas City before we move on. You know what time it is?
0: It's that mystery beer time.
1: Yeah, look, look. Shout out to y'all for sending us beer. They're still they're still they're still wrapped. Yeah, I, I left the bubble wrap on, so
0: I I, could, true, I didn't mystery, know.
1: true mystery true mystery. <laughs> so um, you want let, to let,
0: what's up what's up, Jacks? Reach in.
1: There, there you go. Are you gonna can you play? Do you want to play the tune? I you can't, can't do, do it, it for me. Yeah. Oh, really? I thought
0: you could do it right. Well, there. I need to. I need to like put forth some effort. Oh, good. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Just saying, give yeah, it It's only episode
1: eighty-five. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> <Check>. <laughs> here, here, I'll pass it to him.
0: <laughs> Un- unwrap and unveil. Now, we play a little go. game here, so you can look and see what it is. Try not to look at the ABV.
1: Okay. Because we yeah. play
0: a little game called a- guess, guess the ABV. Guess the ABV. Yeah. It's Price is Right rules. Yeah. So closest without going over gets to finish the can. I got
4: you. Okay. <laughs> Closest without going over. the... they're giving us, <laughs> the, yeah. uh, they're giving <laughs> us the soundtrack. Yeah, usually we have a little button and all that Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, can, I can look at it and know what it is. Just try not try to, to, try try, to look at the ABV. But you can just tell if what I can tell what kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah. The label is dope as fuck. I can
1: already tell.
0: You know what I like too? So Jax doesn't know the show, doesn't know any of this. And I'm watching him react to some of this stuff. Oh, Pretty yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah.
4: The yeah. African queen in her seven C's IPA. Mm. Seven. Oh, is that what that says? <laughs> Say it again, <laughs> Jax. <laughs> Say it again.
0: What's <laughs> more? for the people in back.
4: <laughs> the
2: African queen in her seven C's IPA. Awesome. Do, do me amazing. one one no. one favor, Mr. Jax. Can yes, you uh, flip the can around? You'll see a QR code on, on, on the side. QR. Code. Yep, I see it. Yep, right above the QR code, there's a little phrase. Can you say it? May my readers, you know, we're all so old I, here. Uh, uh, <laughs> May the liquid
4: prevail. prevail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he's that's being sneaky so, there. Nice <laughs> number two. I love it. I'm gonna be saying it all the time, bro. Here we go. By <laughs> right, this guy. So okay, now now you, now you get to
1: crack it. Ah, uh, and, and, and you pour the. You, you need a direct oh, rest yeah. to direct the Well, there's three there's, there's three. there's three cleans. Well, that's um, fine. I'm good, yeah, um so t- tell us where the the black and gold comes from, not the black the the black and orange is there a story behind that?
5: Um well, we always like we said, just want to be the brightest ones in the room, um uh-huh. but on top of that, um it is some family ties in there, so as we stated, as you stated before, my mom is actually from Cincinnati, so
6: <laughs> <laughs> the black and orange
5: comes from that. Um, nice. And then, of course, with us being so close, we're an hour outside of Baltimore. Um, so with the Orioles, you know, it, it, we can it get works. some cool points with that as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's kind of one of those things to where, like, if you walk into to an account in and, and our address, you know, everybody knows us. So it's like right. whether, yeah. you know, they see us coming a mile away. So whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, they know Libco's on the way.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me where the uh, African queen and her seven C's IPA, What, what did, what's the message? Where, where does that come from?
5: So um, it's actually a play part. on words. African queen is a hop that we get imported from South Africa. Okay. So it, it gives you notes of stone fruit as well as black currant. And then Falconus white seven C's is all your hops that begin with the letter C. So it's seven of them. Um, I'm not going to name them all because I'm going to forget one, but Centennial Chinook, Citra, Cascade, Columbus, uh, Cluster, I think I said that crystal. I think I'm, yeah, but um, yeah. they give you all your citrus notes that you want out of your IPA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So, citrus with this, as well. um, Drew initially wanted to brew it, at, uh, brew a West Coast, um, but for whatever reason, love you, honey, he was, uh, <laughs> it wasn't going well for him. And Drew, when, when stuff isn't going well, he's not a happy camper, he's not a nice person to be around, and I got tired of it. So, that's actually where I stepped in and started helping him um try to perfect the style um
2: see uh, she's being she's
5: being uh, pc wait wait she's being pc okay right now anyway so with the tweaks it actually turned out to be a hazy as a homebrew um which he was cool with it came out with his notes uh specific to his notes and we hit the abv spot on we hit our gravity spot on cool he was fine with it being a a hazy um, but then when it was time for us to turn in our uh, final recipe to our contract, we decided to clear it up and make it a West Coast again. Um, clear out the all the uh, proteins, um, because at that time, uh, especially in this area, a lot of hazies were on the market, super um, saturated. Super saturated. Yeah. And with this again, uh-huh. being the first liquid, we wanted to introduce ourselves to the market and uh, we wanted to set ourselves apart, clear it up, make it a West Coast. Um, so there we go
1: weak what's it was weak i was okay. she was in mid mid story I, I had let it out though so let's let's play the game i uh, guess abv have you tasted it yet yeah yeah yeah. Uh, to me i'm gonna say it's like 7.2 what do you what do you say nick that's a tasty beer it, it is nice first it's a off nice that's beer. a very tasty it's very beer. very clean appreciate it got got the fruit fruit notes got that westy it's you know what I'm gonna, I,
0: just to play the game though i'm yeah. gonna go six nights
1: <laughs> nice.
6: nice. A <laughs> brand <laughs> <laughs> new He's car. Like, huh? He's like,
4: "What podcast?" Yeah, he am did. I on? Uh, I'm with it. I what, got you. What, I catch up pretty quick though. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna
1: say uh, eight. Okay. He look, he going high. Oh. What, well, let's ask them. Well, well Let's just ask work.
0: them. What is our AB? What's our actual ABV? Six percent. Oh, oh, we all go over.
1: It, it takes phrasing. It tastes bigger. It tastes bigger <laughs> than that. <laughs> gotcha. So check this out. So you said you weren't a home brewer. But you got up to speed really quick. What type of things were you guys doing? Because to, to the timeline that y'all have done is unheard of. Let's keep it real. Even when I saw you guys last summer, I was like, hold, hold the fuck on. <laughs> well, I said, well, and I, yeah. I said like, you know who that is. Yeah. I was like, I see. you remember that with the bottle share last year? <laughs> yeah. I said, they had brand, beer, tents, all the things like you had been in the game for like five or six years. What was that? What was that from that time you decided to do it? What was that journey like? Because you guys compressed a whole lot of things that, that sometimes takes people much longer to do.
2: So. A couple of things there and I'll, I'll let you go. So, backtrack to your uh, first statement of like um, seeing barrel on flow and understanding it. So, for me, like I said, I was a, a distributor rep for the on premise, so bars and restaurants in DC and stuff like that. Um, I was the only African American on my sales team for bars and restaurants. All the other African Americans were dealing with the off premise, so beer and wine stores in the hood and i had to fight to get there because i originally came from bars so i was like i don't i'm not selling to the off-premise i don't know i don't even know that world and then let alone you're going to be misusing my capabilities to get ahead because like i speak bartender (laughs) i speak bar manager so it's like I, i i get that stuff um so to go to barrel and flow i thought i was just the only unicorn i thought i was the only black person that really like craft beer and all the other stuff, and like going to Barrel and Flow. I was like, man, this is this is awesome. Like I was a kid in the candy store. Like Jasmine yeah, had saying, to say, it's bullshit. She, she had to tell me like, hey, you need to calm the fuck down. Like pull out because like you're, you're you're getting too overly excited. I'm like you're gonna get too drunk. I'm like oh my god, you're right. And they drink some water. But anyways, um, so two beers, one water. Two beers, one water. Pretty much. So going through like being a being a distributor rep you see what brands are gonna make it and what brands aren't. Because how much effort they put in, in into themselves, what they're doing, um, are they showing up for events? Are they actually showing up for distributor reps to help sell their product? Things of that nature. Um, the type of branding, um, the type of swag and things like, like that, that that they have, like what sets them apart from everybody else. Mm-hmm. So being able to see all the major craft brands in the DMV area, that was sold in, in DC, um, DC brow three stars, Atlas, which are the big three in DC. You got flying dog, um, their whole scheme of artwork and things, things of that nature. Yeah. Um, jailbreak is, is another good brewery out here. Um, just been seeing there. like they, they've been around for a while and just seeing like what, what they do. It's like, all right, you take all the best parts of all these breweries and then you internalize it. Right. And being a being a distributor rep, there's a lot of times we get to go on brewery tours practically for free just because you work for the actual distributor. So there was a point in time, me and my wife, we took a vac- vacation down to Asheville. And before Sierra Nevada was truly fully open to what it is now, we got to take the private tour right. and we were the only black folks in the room. And, you know, you had your pretentious old whites and they were yes, like, sorry about oh. us. We're, we're the worst. <laughs> they, were like, they were like, yo, who are, who are these people that get to go up and pull beer off off the candle line? Why can't I do that? Right. You know what I mean? Like the, the candle running like, you know, a thousand bottles per minute and they slow it down just so we can go. Mm-hmm. Let, let me grab that real quick and pop it and drink it. <laughs> um, so seeing that experience and understanding like scale. Um, to see like a big facility like Sierra Nevada and then to see some of these other breweries out here and how they've grown and, and progressed. I've always had that in the back of my mind. So to be able to understand that, um, it's like, all right, let's take these middle notes. And once again, during COVID, I was working for restaurants so I lost my job. So I had a lot of time on my hands. So there's a lot of notes. There's a lot of research. There's a lot of YouTubing and all that stuff. <laughs> um, understanding what actual programs work well and just playing and developing recipes and seeing what may work, what, what may not work. And from there, our process of selecting hops as well too, right? Um, there's not that many breweries that play with Gosh. African, I mean, um, African queen. And for it to be a South African hop, that yeah. meant a lot from us to have a hop from, from Africa just in general. Um, yeah, it, it was just a lot of time on our hands during COVID is the best way to say it.
5: And even with um, a part of our research as well, um, very early on in the um, the pandemic, we did host a lot of happy hours. So of course, by then, you buying a lot of beer, doing a lot of market research. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, we're talking to people all over the country um, on styles that they like, um, homebrewers, on oh, you know, techniques that they've done. So you're actually getting um, first-hand experience, first-hand stories of things that work for other people. So, yeah, happy hours, they were functional. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I I totally get that, like, with your experience, the job you had, like, you were able to figure out the distribution side, the marketing side. But the brewing thing, I mean, that's art, that's science. If you weren't a home brewer before, to to decide within a two-year span, basically, you went from, I've never done this. Yeah. To, I'm gonna take my home. I'm gonna have the balls to take my home brew to this this kick ass beer festival and and ask all the all the heavy hitter brewers what they think. And then the next year, I'm gonna have an actual thing. Yeah. I mean, how did you how did you kind of that's a that is a quick turnaround to become
2: a brewer. Oh, uh, it's it's just weird. Like the the time during COVID, like I said, I, I use my time wisely. Like, I had every day to sit back and just look at recipes, internalize, understand. Right, I was them not using my time wisely during the book. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I, I was drinking, I time research, too, I was like, drinking a lot. <laughs> but, like, even when I was, whatever whatever I was drinking, it's like, all right, let's take notes on this. Hey, Jasmine, try this. Tell me what you get and see if our palate matches the same, right? Um, from there, becoming really great friends with our lo- local homebrew shop and just practically, you know, taking my stimulus check and just blowing it there, right? <laughs> you know, and just just understanding and just getting a grasp on things and just seeing what to do and playing with different yeasts, playing with different hops. Um and then from there vigorously getting these recipes dialed in. Like we've brewed thousands of beers during COVID, but the main four that shine through was African Queen. Lemongrass Saison, south of D.C. Cream ale, and the Plum of Farmhouse Ale. That, that was a happy accident. We didn't expect that Expect that one to shine through. Do you remember what your first brew was? Cream ale. Because yeah. it's it's the wife's favorite style, and I had to get permission to keep going. So.
6: And then we <laughs> Man, well, around know, with what, a couple you of you that days after that. Yeah.
2: Say well, again? Did you, did you guys find when you started
1: brewing that, obviously, you know, you're to the point now where you're doing it. That you're like, oh, this is something I probably should have been doing years ago. That you kinda had a knack for it, right? You weren't you, you weren't just a drinker. You you could actually make the shit. Was that that was that a
2: surprise to you? Um, when we got the cream ale dialed in first and like got it super clear at on a homebrew scale, I was like, oh shit. I think we're on to something here. And here's my thing. Like for me personally, at the time, I didn't care for cream ales like that until I brewed the one for my wife. And then I was like, damn. This is good, <laughs> you know, and then it was like you, you started becoming confident. And Then the biggest thing was like, can we brew it again? And how many times can we brew it again to where it's that consistent? Yep. And we were able to do it because we just decided to take very detailed notes and understood what we should and shouldn't do and where to play with in certain scenarios and what not to play with. Yeah. Was that kind of
0: was that is that your personality already to to be that kind of detail Oriented or or was that something new you kind of learned? I'll, I'll, <laughs> she just I'll, she
6: just shot you to look. I, I just got
5: shot. No, because you know I, mr mr Andrew here, he's a big bigger picture type of person. So that's kind of how
4: visionary I,
5: again help with the cream uh, not the cream uh, the IPA because there were some steps missing. So it just needed a lady's touch. I helped him out. You know, we're not going to keep wasting money on ingredients. We're going to get it right the seventh time. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, um, yeah, we we, we we I've helped him to be more of a detail oriented person. Now that it's become a, uh, now that we've grown into a bigger operation at this point.
0: Well, he, he calls it your lab. Are you both brewing? Are you both in there? Mm-hmm. Both in the lab.
1: Because that's a, that's, that's, that's a good question because Thanks. I
0: appreciate that. <laughs> Shut the
1: hell up. <laughs> you know, it sounds like there's a, there's a yin yang kind of bounce bouncing. I, cause a lot of, a lot of guys I know on breweries, it's just them. A few maybe have one other person, but for it to be a husband and wife team to do that shit, what's that been like being married and you've seen this whole journey of, and here we are, what's Jasmine, what's it been like for you?
5: So I will say, um, even well, going back when we're doing different tastings, different events and we explain or we open saying that we're a husband wife operation the the guy's like oh well gosh that's where you messed up or you know <laughs> i can't imagine working with my wife and well again you know with us having more than 15 years of pretty much being us being together we kind of know how we operate right. um now of course when you throw the marriage into the mix then you need to start creating boundaries you know, early in the morning, we'll get up, we'll fix our breakfast. We might watch a little TV. Okay, give us an hour, we're popping open our laptops. We're answering emails, uh, creating social media posts, bouncing off ideas of what our next content um, uh, content creation we're going to post out there. Um, start thinking of target accounts for the next time. Um, I'm At this moment, I'm still working from home myself still. So I might have to then switch over to make sure I'm paying attention to my nine to five. He'll go out, um, take care of his nine to five. We're still texting throughout the day of different ideas that we have. Um, then later on in the evening, we'll come home. Of course, not now because he was a little late. But Sorry. <laughs> come home. You know, we'll you know cook dinner. We we'll watch some TV. We might you know like right now it's a basketball game on. We might watch some basketball. And then, um, for the last hour, hour and a half of the day, make sure we're answering our emails and kiss and say good night
0: that's that day is scheduled yeah. <laughs> that's a full rich day right there well, that's So, so
1: Andrew, i'm curious you know you've worked in the you know in the the, the distro business and worked behind the bar and, and that sort of thing now you have your own product how has that helped you you know do the on-premise thing and go into and you kind of touched on it a little bit but obviously you have a little bit of an, an advantage being in that business and then flipping and now you have your own product that you're pushing out there that not it, the dudes that I know that are the home oh, that do self-distro or go through a distributor. You know, it, there's always hiccups and headaches and shit like that, but you've been on both sides of sides of that. How's that helped liquid
2: intrusion get into the market? Um, it's definitely made the, uh, chess game difficult for the opposition is the best way to say it <laughs> um you know we we have to we we definitely have to strategize and you know we have a war room upstairs we have whiteboards and all that stuff where we have scenarios of if something goes this way this is wh- what we do or vice versa right um my biggest thing that i get out of this is the joy of seeing my wife get the notoriety and the credi- credibility that she definitely deserves. Uh, First off, being a black woman in beer, because that's very scarce between you just being black ownership. Um, But then also being able to share my background and my knowledge with my wife um, and to see her be able to go out there and and attack and do things like it it just brings me a a world of joy. Um, But with the the background and all that stuff, it definitely helps us out. And that's been something that's been discussed since day one, like when we were actually, you know, coming up there for the bottle share, like that background, if I didn't have that background, I wouldn't have been willing to talk to any and everybody in the room. You know what I mean? Um, From there now, like where we are now it's second nature. Um, There's a lot of times like my wife, my mom, they tell me, hey, man, you need to sit back and like appreciate everything that that you're doing and and what's going on for you right now, as far as liquid intrusion is concerned. And for me, I'm not, I'm not satisfied. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, we, it's, we get one accomplishment. Okay, cool. What else can we do? It's always the hunger for more. You know what I mean? Like I can't afford to sit here and be content with, with what we've done because as soon as you become content, that's when you start to lose, you know? So it's like, Always hungry for more, always driving for more. And with that, I feel so strong with my bond with my wife is because we've been together so long, just like how she said, we know what makes each other each other tick. Right. And she knows like, I'm a go-getter. I'm like, hey, we got to do this. We got to do that. And she'll be like, okay, well, let's plan it all out. Okay, cool. Boom, 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 boom. This is what we got. Um, and then what else would you say?
0: <laughs> well, I think that's important. You know, as an entrepreneur, it's tough to find that balance, right, of I want to, I got to keep driving, I got to keep pushing, but you got to celebrate some successes too. Like, I mean, I I know personally I'm horrible at it, at celebrating those, those wins. I mean, I think I had, I had an anniversary uh, this year. You know, whatever year it was, sixty—I don't even remember—and I remembered it like, like a month later. <laughs> oh yeah, hey, yay me! <laughs> Maybe I'll do a Facebook
1: post. Let's let's, let's celebrate <laughs> with another beer.
0: We should celebrate with another mystery beer.
1: Mystery beer. Hey, press um, the button. Mystery beers. That's pretty good. That's my that's you're, my pre impersonation. You're, you're close close to the bag. So right. you get the bag. Did we show him the bag? We didn't show him the bag. Oh. That's the mystery beer bag. It no. Came the- oh, oh, course, as you I might like imagine. That. We haven't gotten 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 the story of where golf course it came from because the the homie that gave it left it at my house.
2: (coughs) Oh, that was pretty good. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm going to I'm giving that. I'm giving that a seven point five because you you brought the microphone in. You brought the microphone in.
0: Well, I wanted to make sure it was
2: heard. (laughs) uh, Make sure, but I I saw that. He leaned into it. I'm an
0: audio profession now.
2: (laughs) I see. I see
1: so so the, the golf bag is the official mystery beer bag we don't know mystery where it came from beer. yeah maybe one oh these, maybe one of these days we'll get the dude on to tell us what the fuck this from. is this is good timing because she ju-
0: they just told the story the cream ale this is the south of dc cream ale okay
4: south of dc okay heard i, I like love that. dc man ben's chili bowl
2: Woo-hoo. <laughs> come on now <laughs> keep going well, where else you been to keep going
4: uh i didn't spend that i didn't spend i ate at the uh the, the museum the day i was there we spent a whole day at the museum and i ate at the museum and that was there in ben's that was
2: it that's all i got i had a chance to get to man so when you come back cause you know y'all 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 out there in the kc and all that stuff yeah i'm gonna take you to a place called johnny boy's ribs oh, okay I, I heard uh-oh all right Okay. Johnny Boy's That's a Johnny Boy's That's Ribs. Cold move, bro. I, I know. I know. Now look, now look, too. look, I'm gonna tell you right now, take all that 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 KC smoked meat, barbecue stuff, get rid of that. All right. This is about DC. Okay? What? We're taking Johnny Boy's Ribs. So it used to be one of like the top rib joints back in the day, but okay. now it's just like a generational staple in, in in the community. It's in the hood, bulletproof glass. They don't okay. take no credit cards. They don't take no credit cash cards. On. It's cash okay. only.
4: You bring your cash. You know, yeah, yep. I remember- well, Slide it through the window. It's probably a window. It, it is a window. <laughs> yep.
2: Yep. It was see, about, that, uh, that to, four, to me is a sign of a good barbecue joint. Yeah. Yes. Four, four, four years ago, it used to be like $20 for a slab. Now it's about 23. So you had to ah, bring that's $3. Not with,
6: that's, that's not bad. You know what I mean?
2: And then from that's there, you, yeah, that's not bad you, you can yeah. get a slab and then from there, uh, you'll get a number and you're going to ask if you want sauce on it or sauce on the side, mild or spicy. We're going to do this. We're going to do both on the side. Oh, and then you, 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 supposed you, to. you transition over to, to the next part of the glass window. And then there's this one old brother there. I forget his name, but he lets you pick out your own ribs. He'll, he'll take two tongs, pull up two slabs. You get to pick it. You don't like those. You can even say no. Show me something else. All right. Put it down. I'm going to grab two more and you. then you, you pick what you want he'll grab the cleaver chop it up right there and
5: he 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 don't miss he'll he don't miss <laughs> he don't miss
2: he'll he'll sauce it down if you want or he'll put the sauces on the side with some white bread in that joker yeah, I got and you. then he'll box it up and then you, if you want some sides you, you can get some sides but we're we, we, we only there for the ribs we're only there for the ribs okay only right. there okay, for like, the ribs
0: I, like, I did tell you about the other rule of the show jacks we what? don't we don't talk about pickles okay <laughs> look, look. That, that comes from the <laughs> devil,
1: <laughs> devil <laughs> done well, <made> pickles <laughs> pickles he you don't know, like, but no, no. This is what what happened the was devil's food. What happened was, I, I, one of the mystery beers was a pickle beer. Oh god! And he damn. Oh, lost his oh <laughs> look,
0: even you say that was not a good beer.
1: Duh.
0: that's not. You know what?
1: For what it was, it, it was a beer. For what I, it was, it I, was a beer.
0: Okay, I mean, yes, technically, I could call it a beer. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm
1: not gonna go search that shit out. Like, we, look, earlier we had this this yabba dabba brew, this shit right here. It's a it's a sour with fruity pebbles. Why? Uh-huh. Why? Because they can. Because they can. It was fine. It was fine. I think some people will like it. Yeah, no, it was fine. I'm, I'm not gonna. But drink it wasn't it. devil's juice. I'm not gonna drink, <laughs> I'm
2: not gonna drink a whole <laughs> can of this shit.
1: <laughs> that was the devil's juice. all right, Let's talk about
2: this cream mayo, though, for reals. Yeah. Well, r- real quick, our last name is Dill. I just want to point that out. So. Mm, nice. <laughs> Yes. I just want to
6: point that
0: out. Oh, that was harsh. I'm not gonna be let it. I'm not gonna be let back
4: into the ball this year. You don't like pickles, man.
2: Damn, dude. Like, that. like, I thought we was cool. I
4: thought, I, thought, I thought we was homies and shit. Damn, you don't like the deals. And the funny part,
5: that is how we have to introduce it because they'll they'll think we're saying like Dell like the computer, Bill yeah. like Clinton. Or or anything else. is like, no, Bill like pickle. Like the pickle.
1: There you go. Dill like, dill like pickles. Like, pickles. Yeah. Dill like pickle. Yeah. I love it. This cream ale is super drinkable. Yeah, it is. Just awesome. just easy. Drink. I could
4: I could I could crush it out that and and, and,
1: and and look, and let's keep it real. Um Jack's ain't really a beer drinker. I'm not. But he's digging it. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah.
2: Hey, you're beer, Jack.
4: Hey, Jax, you know what I'm saying? You're
2: drinking like, beer now, brother.
4: Hey, you know, I'm always open to new experiences, you know what I mean? Like I cook for a living. So I've learned that, you know, you got to taste stuff. You yeah, got to, yeah. you know, enjoy it. And, and understand if you begin to understand what the ingredients are, what the notes are, all that stuff, man, you can appreciate it, you know? Yeah. So even if I'm not being a big beer drinker, but I can tell when something goes down really smooth. Yeah, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was that pale, that that L right there. That what, was good. What's huh? ABV you
1: think? <laughs>
0: I know she said it, and I can't remember. She did. Yeah, she said we it earlier. Did.
5: I let I let it slip?
1: Oh, let it I, slip I, but did, I, I
0: I don't remember. But it's light. It is light. And I don't know how low I'm going to go.
1: I'm going to go like uh, four nine.
0: I'm going to go four because I went way over last time, so I'm trying to protect myself.
1: Okay. I'm
4: going to go
0: under. I'm going to go three
2: eight. Yeah. <laughs> I was going <gonna, laughs> to say, "What's our ABV?" <laughs> All right, ABV. Yeah. Five. Oh, oh. Damn. Yeah. Here we Here go,
1: Nigel. Yeah. We
0: lost to Nigel again. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. A brand new car.
1: <laughs> Come on down. <laughs>
0: Look, we have the worst showcase showdown on this show. Yeah. <laughs> you, ain't get, you ain't getting shit. <laughs> I got a rusted rowboat out back you can bid on. <laughs> so
1: what's what's been the, what's been, how long have you guys been like out in the market? Um, distributing
5: so late September. So at this point is what, five or six months. Yep.
1: And what, um, wow, what, wow. what's, what's the reception been to, to the beers, to the, the core four.
5: It's been so welcoming of course, with, um, our plum basil farmhouse Ale, that is the most sought after right now, which is great. Keep the hype going. We love it. Um, that is the one that we're going to wait either to the very end sometime this time, not, uh, next year. Or when we actually get our brick and mortar open, because plums are seasonal, um, and yeah. right now, with, at the moment, we're st- still self-distributing. So it'll be a lot trying to carry. Well, well at that point, so this is going to be last one. Four skus and my uh, my lovely Hyundai Tucson. It, it, it's not. Gonna be
2: <laughs> <good>. <laughs> so so right now in the market is just um, African Queen and the mm-hmm. Um, We're planning a date for the Cezanne. Um, if we're being conservative, probably the fall, if we're being ambitious, probably middle smack dab in the middle of the summer. Um, Only time will tell. And then like my wife said, plum basil farmhouse sale, that'll be available around this time next year. Um, and yeah, the running joke is by the power of my wife's Hyundai Tucson, I'll get you beer. So (laughs) you know, loaded down with kegs loaded down with cases, put a dolly in the back and we'll make it work.
1: That sounds uh, like a that sounds like a beer name on its way. You can have that one. <laughs> that's for free.
2: Keep that down. Maybe it's a collaboration. Oh shit. Oh,
0: now, hey, look, we gotta put this out there, Nigel. Look, I got I got there's a, gonna be some collab happening yeah,
1: this year. I got look, I got a partner that lives in Bowie. I, I come to I come to Maryland, so a no
2: jump. Oh, that's not far
1: enough. Right, come on down, bro. <laughs> <Look>. <laughs> Look, I, I will be there in the next few months. I will definitely hit you guys up for sure. Us up. So you were just saying
4: earlier when you were coming in from traffic that you were out delivering, right? Correct? Indeed. So, and you mentioned you had 40 different places that you're delivering to? Mm-hmm. Wow, man. So you, I mean, that that sounds like, you know, such a task. Uh, and you're still working a nine to five. Yeah. I mean, it's oh. it's, it's nothing.
2: Ain't, ain't, ain't no thing.
4: That's, that's <laughs> I love that. I love that. But yeah. that's what you got
0: to
2: do right yeah, i mean that's man, how that's you make hustle.
0: that's how you launch your that's business hustle.
4: yeah
2: yeah you know like, like i said the, the the grind is there and like so what we've done so the wife kind of deals with um directly what's around the house um and she'll travel out far if maybe if especially dealing like with my route for for the day um but it just primarily fits with our schedule between our, our nine to five so before work i'm out delivering beer to people who can receive beer early in the morning lunch hour bounce out deliver some more then after work deliver some more and then take my ass home wow i i I am always amazed
0: as as we've had you know a bunch of the guests on that that you have to go that build the brand first route right you've got to go the distribution before you can get the physical space and there are a multitude of reasons that we can go with that, mostly because people like me are assholes. But um <laughs> I mean like I mean I, there's no there's no other way to say it, right? Like I thought. A big guy. Uh, <laughs> but how I mean, how hard is that to like like what's that process? Cause I haven't asked this yet of of, of any of the others that we've talked to. What's that process like of of, getting into that 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 game of finding the contract brewer like you've got to make you've got to make those relationships get somebody to brew your recipes and to do it right you know they got to follow your thing and then you got to go find distribution which every state has its own crazy ass laws right (laughs) so what's that process of getting the you know finding that contract brewer
5: so for us just getting a lot of advice asking recommendations for others that are contract brewing in the area um so we actually contract out of oliver brewing company in baltimore which is actually maryland's oldest uh brewery i think they're celebrating 30 years this year mm-hmm. oh, wow. um so with that um uh, we were actually you know going to go ahead and make our own connections um just so happened at one of the um beer and wine festivals that was about 30 minutes from us um, the director of sales was representing Oliver during that time. So told us what, told him what we were trying to get accomplished, uh, what we were trying to get done, who we were. We exchanged information. Uh, a couple of weeks later, we traveled to Baltimore, sampled um, the sales team and the director of operations on our liquid. They were blown away. We were happy, cool. Everyone sounds great. uh, uh was on board and we decided to go ahead and um, do our first contract with our African queen. This was brew day was actually uh, August 31st of last year. Um, so with that. Right off the barrel and flow. Right off the yep. barrel and flow. So we decided, uh, okay. So we finally know what our target date of when canning day is going to be towards the end of sep- September. Um, we already had a list of target accounts that we wanted to go to. So, you know, we're going around, introducing ourselves, letting them know what we have coming up, um. And pretty much also with that, um, what we also do is get our liquid on draft at an on premise account. So your bars or restaurants. And then we also surround it with two to three off premise accounts, your bottle shops, liquor stores, so that if you like it on draft, okay, yeah. well, there's a store, you know, two to three miles up the road, I can go pick a, up a six pack. So yeah. that's kind of how we've been able to grow our, um, our, our, uh account list (laughs) to 40 and growing at this moment
2: and um i'll piggyback on that so with that um maryland is really cool and the dmv is super fucking dope right so with that (laughs) oliver and shout out to jason williams he's the uh director of sales um for them to contract brew us and the state regulation on paper it looks like they own liquid intrusion brewing company but they know and for them to be Maryland's oldest brewer, they're kind of grandfathered in and their biggest is like, we're not here to control your brand. We want you to grow and pretty much get the fuck out from underneath us. But right. We want to help you every step of the way. So if we have to brew your beer for you, just make sure that your forecasting is right for your, from batch to batch and we'll take care of the rest. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you go out there and push it to the market and go from there. They've recommended distributors to us. They've recommended certain accounts to us as well too. Um, and then from there, we're there for brew days. So we're actually there to see everything through. We're there during a couple of days during fermentation just to taste the liquid and make sure that it's consistent. They give us brew day logs for our own records and all that stuff. So we can make sure batch to batch is consistent. Um, from there, we the day before canning day, we're there tasting the final product and making sure that it's good to go, it's card, visualization is right, smell is right, everything. And um, from there we go to Cannon and Kagan and then they release the product to us and we hit the market with it. Yeah. Um, and aside from that, the Oliver Ashley brews multiple black owned brands in the state of Maryland. So it, it, it isn't just us. They understand that there's a void there and yeah. they wanna do whatever they can to help progress and make it happen. And with them doing that, um, they've actually made Maryland be the first state to lead the charge in increasing the less than 1%. Black ownership in in craft beer um, in the state of Maryland is now 5%. So it's about six Black-owned breweries that that are either contract brewed and there's only one with their actual brick and mortar. Mm -hmm. And that's Patuxent Brewing Company. Um, Shout out to Davey. And the team. They're about 15 minutes south from us. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that, and that's us even taking our platform and being able to shout shout everybody out. So Sean Taylor with Black Viking. Um, yeah. we have He's
5: Montgomery County's first black-owned brewery. Montgomery yeah. County's
2: first black-owned brewery, Sheldon Goins with uh Black Beauty Brewing Company. He's Prince yeah. George's County's second black-owned brewery. Um, then from there, you have Alfred. Rotimi, who's up in uh, Howard County. He's their first black owned brewery. Contract, um, yeah, contract brewed out of Oliver as well. Um, And then we have a couple other folks that's on the the horizon. We're in Brandywine, Maryland, so that's about 30 minutes south of DC. Right in our zip code, um, there is a, there's a farm brewery that's on on the up and up. It's called Hennessy Creek. It's actually a bed and breakfast uh, with multiple acres. But they want to create their own brewery and it's really dope because they're going to be a destination spot for our zip code and we feel that for them being black owned us being black owned we can live in harmony in the same zip code and yeah. everybody can win right um there's another gentleman um brother leon he's actually a brewer with port city and he's now about to open his own brewery in, in Prince George county so between Hennessy creek and uh, Leon with uh, Black Cave Brewing Company, Prince George's County, which we're, we're we're a part of, is going to have four black-owned breweries. That's cool! Wow, wow. That, is you know. a,
0: that is a great story. That's got to be told.
1: So I'm 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 curious. You know, you've you've kind of talked about the beer scene in, in the area, and there's a lot of breweries. I've been to a couple. What as far as like black beer drinkers are, uh, are they gravitating to the craft? Uh, what what's it what's it like there? I would I would assume because with the you know number of us there. You know they're exposed to the shit, right? Because you know, with the with, you get the yeah. yeah. And when you, like you know, great. like here, you know, you will go to a brewery here, you know, I can count on on one hand the amount of regular black people I see at a brewery. You know what I'm saying? I'm generally mm-hmm. and generally I'm one of one. Yeah. So I'm yeah. curious what is what what is like there because even when I was there, I went to I went to other half and I I went to uh jailbreak and. I saw some people of color i was like oh look black people yeah (laughs) you know what i'm saying it's 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 an anomaly what's 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 it really like on the boots on the ground when you're there
5: it's well for us we just try to make sure that we're um a part of the education um uh, for a lot of black folks the their first experience with beer was not positive whether it was the taste or maybe you know they did decide to go out and um do their first visit at a brewery and they didn't necessarily feel felt welcome or anything like that mm-hmm. so as long as we're just trying to make sure that you know we could talk about the beginnings of beers. um we could talk about the brewing process we can talk about the less than one percent um, then you know we're just trying to further the needle and trying to make sure that everyone is educated um when it comes to our liquids i will say um it depends I've seen we've seen more people gravitate towards the cream mail than we've seen more people gra- gravitate towards the African queen. Um, For our labels, of course, we want to make sure they pop on the shelves so they come to the shelves, especially here in Maryland. Everyone loves everything local, whether it's the Maryland flag, the Maryland map, just Maryland. We love Maryland. Obey. Obey. <laughs> <laughs> So you know they see the the map of Maryland, they love that, and then especially when they come over to the African Queen, they see the African Queen on the side of the can. It's beautiful because when was the last time you seen a black woman portrayed beautifully on a can of beer?
4: Yeah, when I pulled that uh, just now, when I opened the mystery beer, and you just really see, and I you fly, you put it up there on you know on screen, but when you really see it in front of your face and. Uh, just how beautiful the actual artwork on the can is. It has another impact, it really does. It really mm-hmm. uh, brings it home, the fact that you guys are who you are and you look like who you look like, you know, and uh, you look like her on the can. So uh, <laughs> that, that's something that that's huge for, somebody who he's talking about, that's kind of a normal black, non really normal beer drinker. Now I'll be looking for it. Now I can, now I can push some of my local spots in the, Hey, y'all need to get in contact with these guys and get this out here because we need to have availability to this here so we can support them and their mission and what they're doing.
2: And to go into it a little bit more deeper. So like the DMV DC has always been like a craft beer Mecca, right? Um, There's some bars where it's like, if you want to release as a brand new brewery in D.C., you need to be at that bar Mm. first. And then Mm. after that, it spreads like like wildfire. Um, Then seeing breweries pop pop up all the time in in the DMV is a big thing. Um, But then like there's certain breweries like in D.C., uh, right proper. They got a tap room that's like less than a mile from Howard University. Mm. So, of course, students that are of age, they're going to go down there. Right. Because it's right. it's brewery, it's something cool It's some hip. And also they make sure that they make um, they make their environment inviting for everyone. Right. right? Yeah, yeah. So although you may not like beer, you know, maybe you can come here and figure out what style you like mm-hmm. and see what we're doing. Um, And then the breweries also have everything dope that's going on as well, too. Like they can invite a very popular DJ in the city and that that person's own following will come out and it's like, okay, well, I'll try a beer. Let let me see what's going on. And then it just kind of just creates that 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 feeling for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Our county that we live in, Prince George's County, is one of the most affluent African-American counties Mm -hmm. in the country. So with that, um, you know, for many years, it's been that way and there hasn't been a black owned brewery and there's quite a few breweries in P.G. County and for it to be now potentially four you know, in less than six months, yeah. yeah, you know, like that's that's saying something that's also showing that people are actually going out and trying beer because like, and as my wife said, it's education for me. Craft beer is like wine. There's so many different styles of wine yeah. and people yeah. are willing to try certain reds, certain whites, sweeter, drier, things of that nature. There's so many I'm different styles in
4: our world.
2: Yeah, exactly. And same thing in in, in the cigar world. Mm-hmm. There's so many different different styles of craft beer that pairs well with cigars, that pair well right. with, with certain meals, things of that nature. But you just got to be willing to put your palate through the wringer and figure it out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you like hops? Do you like sours? Do you like lagers? You know, do you yes. like scantress? <laughs> <All that. laughs> yeah. Well, for us, of course, we, we love it. But like, it's one of those. Things, I like, don't know.
4: That's the thing. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Well I think you guys and are hitting on something I mean, education is so 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 big there and Nigel's great I I tease him about it all the time but you know Nigel thinks of himself as a coach you come you know when he's when he's back there slinging beers he's the coach you come in yeah. and he's going to yeah. you're going to find what you what you like I and like, if you tell yeah. him I I need me a Miller's light he's going to he's going to be like nah, I got something better we're going to we're yeah, going to yeah. coach you up and and
2: I yeah, think that's you need the south of DC creamery yeah <laughs> Yeah, that,
1: <laughs> And, and, and Cream ale is a is a great entry-level beer, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For people who, who are not in, interested in beer, I tell people all the time, I said, you know, you might not know what you like, but there's a beer out there looking for you.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just don't know. Yeah, you got
1: your name on it, baby. Uh, speaking and, of beer, I'm out of beer, Nick. Do we wanna go mystery? Yeah. Let's get, You know what I'm, I'm hoping for? We are crushing the shit out of these beers, I'm just saying. <laughs> all
0: right, what do we got? What do we got?
6: Here,
0: I'm I'm, I'm,
1: you, you know what I'm hoping? Turn? You know what I'm hoping for. Yeah. I, so, I'm, I'm hoping for the plum. <laughs> Me too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's another cream mail. Is there another uh, one in there? Was that it?
0: Oh, uh, let's see. We got four. They said it's four, which thank you again. Yes. That was awesome.
2: I think that's another think, African queen. Another African queen.
1: I
0: think
2: it, it is. is. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, well, we are keeping the uh, lemongrass saison and the plum basil close to the chest. That's uh, fine. That's okay. I mean,
1: it's fine. You don't but love us enough. It's that's fine. It's, fine. Fine. it's okay. Hold <laughs> on. I'm on. You know, Nick, you know what I'm going to go to? I'm going to go to. We've got a brand new. You see? see this, 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 Official. I dude. saw the refrigerator today. Yeah. <laughs> it holds six cans. <laughs>
6: oh, yeah.
1: Oh, you know I what? I thought I saw a, all this dude. hot water <laughs> or shout like that in there. Shout out, shout out to my dude from McAdoodle's liquor store. We got a dude that loves us. And he's he said, just shout me out. Shout out to McAdoodle's. This is some weird shit. This is uh, it's Lagunitas. It's called the Hoppy Refresher. Um, okay, I don't know what the fuck it is, but we're going to drink it. <laughs> we're about to get hoppy. That it says zero calories on the back. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little scared.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a little scared. You about
6: to be as fuck.
0: While, while he's cracking open, I I want to go back to the education thing a little bit too, because are what do you guys think? Are things like you know, there's a few podcasts out there. You know, we're not the only ones doing it, but I know when Nigel got back in twenty
1: nineteen. Keep talking. Give me your glass.
0: When Nigel got back in twenty nineteen from then Fresh Fest.
1: Hold on. Look, drink the rest of that shit, huh? Nah, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the back was <Woo! laughs> yeah, gotta, gotta take it all.
5: Yeah. Um,
0: when he got back, I mean he was like, Look, we need to do a show. I got shit I wanna say. Do you feel like shows like this your bruising banner those guys events like baron flow is that telling enough of the story is that helping so that states like yours can go from the one percent to the four percent and more Are are we are we getting there
5: yes i would say because the best form of marketing best free form of marketing is word of mouth yeah. So as long as people are, you know, we can listen, we can share, um, get people to talk about what's going on the, on the shows and, you know, new things that are coming up, new events, um, up and coming breweries, up and coming influencers out there. As long as we're again, just pushing that needle, uh, continue, continuing to educate our peers, our counterparts um, and the great things that are happening in the black beer world. You know, the, the possibilities are endless. Um, yeah. But again, we just have to do our part as well to make sure that, um, of course, the brands are marketing themselves correctly. You you know, we can't sit here and talk about, oh, such and such got good beer, but their attitudes are trash or, yeah. you know, yeah, I, I, I wanted to really like them. I love their labels, but their beer is trash. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, go ahead.
2: I, I think for us and like once again, this goes back to, like I said, the background, that's why we wear Collar polos, things like that, because we want to be seen in a light. That's not what the typical norm is as far as um, the craft beer industry is perceived. We're not wearing flannel. We're not wearing T-shirts or anything like Mm -hmm. that. We're about business over here at at Liquid Intrusion. And we want to show that we are a brand that could potentially be national slash global. And but with that, we want to make sure that we're using our platform whenever we have one to educate and push out there like hey this is what's going on across the country but then also this is what happened this is what's happening in Maryland slash the DMV mm-hmm. um i do think um like doing events like for us Black History Month like we did like three events every every week and that's a lot yeah. but the drive and the motivation for education and showing like hey black people enjoy beer too is the number 1 goal Right. And dare I say, may the liquid always prevail, right? Heard. <laughs> <laughs> so, Heard. So um, it's not, and, and, and the biggest kind of thing you. from there is like, if that's our number one motivation to, to educate and show that we have great beer, and then also from there, everything is great slogan, logos, all that stuff. Once again, it's about the liquid inside of the can. And if the mm-hmm. liquid inside of the can is shit, then we ain't shit. Yeah. Content right. is always king, right? Exactly exactly um and then i wanted to go back to like the plum basil and then lemongrass saison so it sounds like y'all going to be just hanging out underneath our tent during barrel and flow
0: (laughs) well actually nigel you want to let out the plan for
6: barrel and flow
1: what's the plan we're going with some friends okay what's what's your point we got a we got a whole crew coming what you talking about (laughs) (laughs) we're we're gonna gonna be pouring right oh oh yeah, yeah 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 so uh yeah um Vine Street Brewing, first black Missouri's Brewery, Missouri. first, first black. Yes. They're, um, they're they're officially going and they'll be pouring and we'll be doing a collab with them. So there'll be a beers with Nigel Tent and a Vine Street Brewing Tent or or a collab. There tent, we go. The be. so that. Well, yeah, now we're right
2: here first, guys. Now, yeah. now we got got to get us some extra volunteers so we can make a lap or two. You know what
0: I mean? <laughs> well, so this will be our first yeah. time not just just yeah. doing doing the laps.
1: We're, we're bringing volunteers as well. They can can work all the fucking tents, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Ain't that right, Jax?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm gonna
1: be
4: lapping, brother. I don't know what y'all talking about.
0: You know what? Somebody's first time, you can't work your first time at Barrel Flow. It is it is
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a whole thing. Hey, drink this hoppy refresher real quick. It's not terrible. No, I was worried it was gonna be a bad seltzer.
2: And it is not I'm wondering, is it hoppy and is it refreshing? Mm.
1: It's basically spark sparkling hot hop, hop water.
2: Pop water. All right, we just lost Jack's camera and I'm out of batteries.
1: Yeah, so oh, no. it's not terrible. I don't think it has an ABV though. Uh, probably not. Yeah, so I feel like that thing. is
5: the new wave now, um, especially with you know people that participate in Dry January and Sober October, um, which I actually just learned that was a thing. Sober, sober October. October. <laughs> what? Exactly. I've never sober
6: heard of that.
2: Thing. I had in the middle of football season.
5: Time?
6: <laughs> i can't watch, watch,
2: watch football yeah. sober <laughs> yeah football and pumpkin beers nah we don't want that We're trying to <laughs> <out this one. laughs> no
1: that's not Damn. bad it doesn't have an abb so just uh, sh- uh shout out to aaron you know i would
0: i would crush this in the summer
1: yeah shout out to aaron from uh from mcadoo it, uh, it, for me it needs to be a little more hobby personally because it's i'd like it's, a little more it's, hobby it's very, but it's not watery, bad
2: you give me this on yeah, like it's, cool it's, day or it's, something it's
1: basically it's basically seltzer water with a little bit of hops
2: Mm-hmm. So I got, I got a question for y'all. Go so you, you don't got to give it, but can you give a hint of maybe style or ABV of what the collaboration is going to be? Well, so my idea,
0: I want to, like, I, I, I have a rule in life. I, I like to follow R and D Robin duplicate. <laughs> Smith at the festival last year had the, where you, they had two, right? You pour one, mm-hmm. you drink, pour two, you drink, and then you cuvee. Yeah. I think we ought to do that.
1: A cuvee. OK, Ooh. I'm down with that. I, I okay. don't know what
0: the styles are.
1: We're not going to do You it. had
0: an idea. You we,
1: we're not going to do no shit like Philly Mac, though. No. <laughs> we're not going to do no 18 percent.
6: No, I'm not going to give you like the 25 percent. We love that. Look, <laughs> look,
2: look, look, all right. So gather around. We got a story to tell. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Last year, so, you know, Liquid Intrusion Brewing Company, Mac Brewing Company, and Crafted Culture, Ohio. We all stand in solidarity with one another. We talk all the time. Those are, are our brothers. Like I said, yeah. we went to college with Mac, so we're super close with, with, all, th- with all three brands, right? And um, when we were trying to do that, Amber with the Yams collaboration, yeah. and Sizzle were like, hey, Mac, let's do something out of, out of your norm in your wheelhouse. Let's do something under 10%. Let's try to make <laughs> yeah. sure we well, just, gonna- just getting under 15 would be hard for him. <laughs> for sure. But- but like his biggest thing was, like you know because the Mac IPA is ten percent, so he's like you know ten yeah. percent and above, bro. Ten percent and above is like all right, let's do something un- under ten percent. Let's try to get as much flavor as we can in this amber with the yams collaboration. Nah, fuck it, man. I don't want to do that. If 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 it's under ten, count me out, bro. And I was like, oh. really? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what? I have no problem believing that story. <laughs> oh yeah. So so me and Sizzles were like, all right. Well, we, we still want to do this with Mac. So I was like, all right, let's just put. Our shit aside, let let's do it right. And me and Sizzle came up with the recipe. Um, Mac looked at it, it's like, all right, this is how you get to the ABV that we need to be. And then I looked at it again, I was like, all right, how can we make all this shit balance? That's the biggest thing. Right. And um, we we made that liquid, and I swear to you all, we we are so proud of what we developed and what we put out there. The meaning behind it, it meant so much to us. And we're super proud of it um we all three of us are going to be doing a collaboration as well it won't nice. be our the official collaboration but we're, we're just coming with it because we right. just feel like the three of us just need need to keep bringing something yeah um so each each one of us will have an, an individual separate official barrel and flow collaboration right. with right. opposite breweries but we're still going to be there and we're hoping to be still lined up on uh on the row that we were because uh, dope row because oh, you yeah, had yeah. Oh. uh dope dope sidery up the way it was yeah. crafty culture mac us Alter genius you had um crowns and hops down the way yeah, with ash and all that stuff like yeah, that whole that little area was up. rocking um but yeah, I got snuck on, on that row yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> it, it re- really hard to, to get off, off off that row so we was calling the dope row so hopefully. Y'all can be on dope row looking forward to it because it'll make my walk shorter. <laughs> we just got to call our
0: podcast daddies and make a request. <laughs> Shout out to hey, Dan Day,
1: the drinking party.
2: I'm down for it. I, I will, I will hit up Dave Bracey right now. Like, Hey bro, you got to make sure this is, this is what yeah. we need. But yeah. um, for us uh, with our three-way collaboration, the hint that I'll give is that it'll be double. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm I'm both excited and scared. It <laughs>
1: tells me knowing. Now keep in yeah. mind
2: Mac Brewing Company is a part of it. So <laughs> of, of course. It's <laughs> gonna be double that. something.
1: <laughs> so what's what's the what's the what's the future hold? What's the what's the plans for a brick and mortar? What we what's that looking like?
5: So uh aggressively, we say two to three years. Um we've been talking to our town officials, county of officials.
2: Um, city councilman pretty much
5: getting on their radar of what we're trying to do what we're trying to get accomplished um, especially if we're trying to bring um, agriculture and uh, economic development um, to our town it is uh, slowly growing um with uh you know more restaurants coming more things to do um around here is uh, closer to uh, where we live <clears throat> they are um, now building an industrial park which is uh, about or four minute drive which will be very convenient for us door to door. Um, door to door so then um like I said about two to three years we plan to open um to have our own production facility with a tap room so that we can still continue to do distribution um we will, we will grow it furthermore into Maryland further up you know into Pennsylvania further south into Virginia to the Carolinas and then hopefully nationwide but um yeah up, up first will be uh our brick and mortar two to three years and then Nope. We go
2: ahead. So with that, um, I said my wife said we're talk to county officials, all, all that jazz. Um, we want to be a production facility first. The goal with that is to be able to make distribution a thing. Right. Um, a lot of things that goes into our liquid, so like the south of DC cream Ale. With us being in southern Maryland, there's not that many craft breweries down down our way. More so DC and then going north. Um, so there's a lot of you know millicores anheuser-busch drinkers down here yeah so we want to try to have a liquid to to try to help them help gravitate them over the craft beer Mm -hmm. um and make something that's super easy and also put southern maryland on the map Mm -hmm. right aside from that the goal um we've been doing things strategically we just went out to youngstown ohio in um february beginning of february Mm -hmm. um hannah with dope cidery hit us up because she knows that we like to travel for the brewery and doing events and all that stuff and she was like, hey, we have a Rotary Club um, beer festival out here to raise money and all that stuff. And she was like, you know, I know you guys travel. I just want to see more diversity here. Can yeah. you come out? Cool. We're the only brewery outside of the state that's invited. We show up, we show out. We didn't even realize that the customers were actually able to um, vote on the best brewery there. We want. OK, OK. <laughs> okay. Her. But, but with that liquid prevailed. We were so humbled and so proud because we didn't expect to win. We just thought yeah. we was just gonna be a gesture that we were just gonna be there and then we yeah. just disqualified just from being voted on. win. But with that connection and winning and, and the people of the town voting for us, we're already in talks with distributors in, in Ohio. No shit. Nice. You know, so with that, the Congrats. the thing is it's like we have to get the right fit for us, but only time can tell, but the biggest thing is like when we get this production facility, we intend to have a space that we can make sure that the liquid is available and that the liquid is going to prevail.
6: And then
2: <laughs> um, from there, once when we're established in the market, we want to make sure that we can make a uh, liquid intrusion Brewing company a destination spot as well, too. So. I love it. That's awesome.
1: I love it. That's I love awesome. It. I, love it. I love it. That's that's good shit yeah it's, it's been great though no
0: i'm so glad to finally get you guys yeah, it's, get it's, you guys on you were one of the first people i met that first year in 21 and then it was great to connect last year
1: yeah it was uh it's been you guys been on the radar forever <laughs> <laughs> i know i was reaching out nick was reaching out we were like we need to get you on the podcast <laughs>
2: <laughs> and and that's another thing man. People, we, man. We, we, we truly apologize you know that it's taken this long but like We've just been out there, you know, hustling. Grinding us, oh, you no know, apolo- like, no apologies needed for hustling.
1: But the only the only people need to apologize is there's one is a uh, man from uh, from Crowns and House. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: I, I was gonna say our, our our friend from Rhythm Brewing. Oh,
1: her, yeah, she needs to apologize too. Now we love her. But she, she she's, <laughs> she's uh, we can't get her to come up with nothing. She
0: is killing
2: it though.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out to Rhythm, Rhythm Brewing, Alicia. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And the 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 more you do, the more busier you are, and yeah. and we we truly understand that. Like we've yeah. done things right now, like we, we 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 can we can drop some stuff right now. You ready to drop
0: something? Oh, <laughs> breaking
2: news! I love it. So, so we nothing. We keep <laughs> push it pushing, baby.
5: No, no, no. We here. We here to drop it. Let's
2: we go. we've been working on some things to the point to where we can get ourselves in key accounts across the state uh both liquids are available in total wine in the state of maryland oh shit nice we just scored that um so that's super exciting we're working out a deal to try to get um our kegs sold there as well too so that that'll be a thing so you can actually buy six tools to throw in your personal home um so both locations laurel and towson and then from there um we are in all four world of beers in the state and two of the world of beers have both of our beers on happy hour
1: wow that,
0: that's, that's that's awesome beautiful. congratulations yes appreciate it oh, that appreciate it. Yes. you guys are killing it I'm appreciate
1: I it my people in maryland go get that
2: go with that the
4: liquid prevail. <laughs> hey there we
2: go there we go and then um even with with you all like when you pick up the cans right now that same qr code that we said earlier today um that's our walk-in business card you can scan that that gets you to our website it yeah, gets you to it. our social media and it even automatically gets you to untapped if you choose to check in liquid as well, too. Yeah, so yeah.
1: well, I mean, that's a great, that's a great segue. How do people follow you on the socials?
5: Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Lipco2021 L-I-B-C-O 2021. L-I-B-C-O-2021. Um you can also, we if you want to find Lipco near you, if you're in the Maryland area, go to the liquid tab, because again, we call bear liquid. At the top, we have a locator. We have all of 40 of our accounts on there. It'll open up a Google map onto your phone. Just go ahead and click, has, get you to your those directions. You can pick up a six pack of the African Queen or the Creamel, depending on where you
2: are. Also, one more thing. We've actually got ourselves, um, because it's very hard for self-distro to figure out how to travel across lines, like DC, yep. Virginia. We just figured out how to get ourselves into DC and we're in our very first account in DC as well. Uh, Major shout out to uh, Metro Bar uh, off of Rhode Island Avenue. Uh, When y'all come down, we gotta take you there. Really dope spot, outdoor beer bar. Well, outdoor bar, they do very good craft cocktails, things of that nature, food truck always on site. But the really cool thing about it is that they have a um, life-size deconstructed, decommissioned
6: decommissioned,
2: mm -hmm. uh, Metro metro car. car. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs>
0: that's well. That's fantastic news. You guys are you guys are killing
1: it. Yeah, you guys are rocking, 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 rocking. Nick, well, where can we they find it? us on the socials, bro? You it's can find. Yeah, it's only the beginning.
0: <laughs> you can find beers with Nigel on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast apps. And Nigel, if you got one of them, the Alexa devices, hey Alexa, play the Beers with Nigel podcast.
1: You have to say it like that. Yeah. You, <laughs> you gotta drop it. You gotta drop it if drop you're gonna ask Alexa. Like it's hot. And we're on the Tweeters. <laughs> on the yeah, on the beer Tears Twitter Nigel. Beer Twitter only. <laughs>
0: yeah, not politics Twitter. Just beer no,
1: Twitter, We're beer Twitter. beer Twitter.
0: Beer Twitter. We're on
1: the Instagrams. Yeah. We're on the Facebooks. Yeah. I think that's it. All the all the podcast flavors.
0: All the podcast flavors. We're there. Go find us. And you know what else?
3: You've been listening to Beers with Nigel, a show about beer and other stuff, hosted by Nigel Woodbury and that other guy, Nick Parker. Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, providing bumper to bumper graphic design, promo products, and print services. Find them at direoil.com. Beers with Nigel is a proud member of the Fredcast Network and is available on all of your favorite podcast flavors. Find Beers with Nigel on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and ask Alexa to play the Beers with Nigel podcast.